Welcome to episode 99 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And every week, Stevie Wildcard and I get together and we do our best to just pack a week's worth of friendship and productivity into a single podcast episode and uh, <laughs> help each other avoid all of our various issues and get something done. Uh, most recently, we've been making a supernatural action comedy comic book called Deathless. And Stephen, it's going freaking phenomenally. It's been pretty amazing. Uh, you finished all line art recently, and we've been we jumped into shading and coloring this week. I think you wanted to color or like shade a page or two. What? How'd that go? Mm. What happened? So yeah, page one is basically done. So I just have a few more shades to do there, and I did actually kind of start page two, but I'm just trying to determine how to attack that. Um action line background like do i want like do i want to put a glow behind everything that's not black lines do i want to, I, i'm just trying to figure it out or just leave it alone i don't know so i got to put some more shading on it and just see my lighting sources but yeah page one is most like i would say pretty much mostly done i don't know if i should like because i'm looking at it and i'm not sure how much i should add like i think i need to make it i think i need to keep it even simpler i think i need to like put like very minimal shadow like this is like, Steven, think like this is steven dipping his toe in the water of doing less work he's like listen listen listen, <laughs> listen, listen. what if it's a black and white book what if what if let me just put this out there <laughs> well i like started adding like the whites like i usually do and yeah. stuff like that and like they look good but at the same time it's like i don't want to distract from it i almost feel like it looks better as like a solid colors with like the cell shading almost so yeah i don't know i'm gonna mess with it the no, light the light, I, the light, I, I know, light I know. brush is amazing yeah, dude, that yeah. light brush. So yeah, I can make I, it I hyper detailed. We can show here. You know, uh, Steven's been, you know, detail uh, shading and coloring the pages. And the first page looks freaking awesome. That like that light brush that you've been using is so neat. It's so awesome. I love it so awesome, much. Dude, um, like, that tool is so great. You can flick your wrist and everything to make it like thinner bean. Like, I don't even like change the brush size that much. I kind of just control my sensitivity on it and like almost calligraphy it. You know what I'm saying? Like just kind of yeah. do like and these it, clean... It looks cool. so gorgeous. And like, mm -hmm. it seems like, and, and you have a lot, it's seemingly like, like you have a lot more control than we would if we were to like play with various filters and like do the Gaussian blurs mm -hmm. and like all of that mm -hmm. stuff where it's like, you kind of lose, you know, like you lose that, pa that, that power over it. And it's like, uh, you know, and you end up in like a, the eraser is hard to work with at that, that point. So, you know, but with the light brush, you just kind of like do this amazing ghostbuster effect. And it's awesome. And you're right, because like when you use like the blur effects and things like that in Photoshop, depending on where the layer is sitting, like um, you're going to see some black lines come through. Whereas yeah. with this light brush, it's kind of already creating the glow effect in everything. Yeah. And if you just put it on top, it's taking ownership of over everything else, you know. So, oh, yeah, it's, it's 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 fun to work with. The only thing I've noticed is like bigger balls of energy you have to be careful with because it puts too much white. It's too the out, the outer ring is the color and then the in it, it's really good for like tinier lines but it's not that great for like orbs you know what I'm saying so right. it's just playing around with it and learning. So, I just want everyone to just recognize my restraint as Stephen talked about how difficult it is to juggle big balls and how easy <laughs> it is. I, he was like he was like he was like the big balls are unwieldy like I did, like they're they're wild they're wild and I can't handle them and I was like. You're right, sir. No, you cannot. You cannot handle it. They're, they're very difficult <laughs> and mature. I, it see, see Stephen. Like over time, it's been almost a hundred episodes. I'm going on my hero's journey here. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm at the cusp. I'm like, I'm like right here. I, I went through like the belly of the beast. I was like, I was fighting that depression for a while, all that deep darkness. Now I'm like, I'm coming up the other way, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna leave that those ball jokes down, way down deep, Stephen. I'm gonna leave those balls where they belong, hanging down, hanging in, hanging in the bottom. Just never bring them up again. Never bring them up again. Um, I'm gonna make a demand real quick. I'm gonna make a demand real quick because sometimes demands, you know, we can just make them and they happen. So I want 
okay. Daniel from the Don't Make It Weird podcast to to do like a talking singing thing you know how he always introduces sean with a song he always like sing uh, he talks sings a song i want a slight like weird al parody of 99 red balloons but to 99 episodes and then just like you know things that we do and have done like that's what i want from daniel that would be nice um i feel like since this is episode 99, <laughs> he, we might not get that. <laughs> it comes no, out. He, he needs to do it. Like when it airs, like he has like an hour and he has to like post the like link on the, on the very that would YouTube. Be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> I would, I would take anything from him. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, Dan from the Daniel from don't make a weird podcast is one of our closest friends. Um, speaking of which Steven, we've been working toward episode 100 and what we're gonna, like planning what we're gonna do with that and Sean has become super instrumental in helping us out through all of that and I just he's so incredible I producer Sean is the greatest producer yeah so um for those of you out there who might not have seen our various tweets and such about it uh next week or you know this coming week if you're watching this um Monday August 1st at 8 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Stephen and I are going to record live episode 100 of We Have Issues. We're going to do this podcast live in front of uh, the, anyone who wants to watch. And it's going to, it's freaking me out, Stephen. It's freaking me out. We're going to do, but we're going to do, we're going to do a giveaway, uh, a couple giveaways. I think we can give away a few books depending on how many people show up and if people are interested. Um, we'll, we're going to do like a Q&A thing. I also think we're going to keep it pretty simple and do like our standard show just like we would every other week. I want to do a couple of, I want to do a couple of segments like, you know, like maybe you know, Pitches Get Stitches, maybe, you know, like uh, Comic Conjectures has been fun. You know, we can do a couple of those things and then just talk about what we're doing going whatever you and whatever you guys want to talk about that's going to be a fun part like being able to interact with people so oh, also weird. tina tina is tina want tina wants to be a part of it so i mean we can bring her along too and that can be that can be helpful the, this making is the, the, the live show in which i get fired from my own podcast is what <laughs> like what happened to anthony he just his camera's still on but he walked away and cried <laughs> and like he, he still, and then shot and then Sean swiftly put his bedroom background behind Tina, and we're good now. We're just we're good. good. Now. <laughs> Everyone's good. No one needed Anthony. Um, no, dude, that'd be awesome. I love, I love Tina. I would love to have Tina on forever. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so join us for that. Uh, I'm gonna post a link to that uh, below so you can click the remind me button if you're interested in like joining us for that because I think it's gonna be a fun time. It's something that Steve and I have never Absolutely. done. We've only done a couple of live shows with other people's podcasts, but we've never done our own. And I'm 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 a little I mean I'm 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 just naturally nervous about it. You know, like you know, I, I try to I try to just like get over that nonsense and like I know in the moment it's fine. I just I have to I have to get out of my head. It's like like you ever do the thing when you're in school when you're reading a book aloud and they're like, you know, they call in various people to read a couple chapter or like read a couple paragraphs and you're like then when your time comes for some reason like none of the words make sense like you're reading it perfectly like in your head while you're reading it you know but then like as soon as it's your turn to speak all of the words seem jumbled and you feel like nothing you said made any sense even though you read the words <laughs> as it said and you're like it's like i am not i am like i'm so disassociated from the book that i'm actually reading with my own mouth that like i don't even know what happened i have no comprehension of the like the two paragraphs I just read. I literally like just blip out. Like yeah. I, it's like it's like Thanos snapped. Yeah, and then snapped again, and I came back and like as soon as I was done reading. Yeah, and I get like I, I because like I so and, and that's what it's like with those shows. 
Yes. Yeah. And I, be- I become, like, weirdly aware of, like, oh, like, what's my, am I doing this? Am I leaning forward too much? Am I doing And then, like, all this stuff. But meanwhile, I'm still in this, like, I don't know, like, automatic, you know, mode of just, like, just, like talking and answering questions and, like, like, being myself. But I'm just, like, like, internally also, like, wait a second, but what if you're terrible? <laughs> and what if, you know, so I'm just, like... Uh, and then of course we get people like Eugene who shut up. Um, for those of you, for those of you who might not have seen, those of you who might not have seen, Steve and I were like our first ever like live interview with someone. We're like, like, imagine, imagine us. Just like Stephen, I don't know how this is gonna go. What if someone shows up and just says I'm bad, and, and he's like, it'll never happen. There's no who would do thing. such a thing? Who would do such a thing? And then my name is Eugene, and I am logging on to do just that said thing. Like, <laughs> so we we did an interview with the Living Comics Layer, uh, which was fantastic, and you should check out their their channel. They you know do a lot of stuff to promote indie comics, and they're pretty great. Uh, they also just released a book recently that's getting a lot of praise and seems really cool. And I'm glad, you know, I'm really happy for them yeah those guys are both very talented so seriously um so we were we were on their show and just in the middle of having like a silly conversation about disney characters this this person named eugene logged on specifically (laughs) to tell us that we suck and i'm like (laughs) just a very simple this sucks period (laughs) like come on man Come on. Um, but anyway, uh, it's, it's who cares? But um, so we have Sean for just such an emergency because he's going to be there producing our live show and helping us to like get rid of the riffraff. I've got my orange safety producer for just this occasion. <laughs> so I don't know, dude. Um, is there anything for episode 100 that you want to do that like we haven't talked about yet? I think like as ter- in terms of what I want to do, of course, like I think our segments are great. I think it's a great episode to show people what we do like some of the games that we play such as anthony dates it's not really a game but anthony dates robots and my whole life is a game studio um (laughs) but no but episode 100 uh obviously showcasing what we already do but i think it's going to be cool because we have discussed it and we can lead into this um introducing like a new format for certain things that we're going to be doing in the future Mm -hmm. in terms of interviewing people and our plans to kind of Mar- like you know marry that with the podcast episode every week so that's gonna be fun to introduce that concept to the to the people that follow us you know and love yeah. on us and share yeah, us sure. and- i think like shortly after like the the next week i'm gonna start making a schedule if i can because i we've been getting a lot of love um in our dms on our podcast twitter page like so many people have contacted us so many people have like come forward and like i mean been super supportive we made a lot of new friends, like, we made a lot of new friends like Lee and, like, you know, like, all these awesome people who are just coming forward and just constantly, like, sharing our posts. Like, people like Jackson. Yeah, Jackson. And, yeah. And, like, all is these it, awesome people. Is it people. Chisolo? At Chisolo? C-H-I soil? Like, the ground soil? Chisolo? Oh. Chisolo? Chisolo? Sorry if I'm butchering it, but they are incredible, too. Like, they've been sharing the crap out of it for us and just like just finding like our podcast and random threads and being tagged in like random threads just about other content it's like been like 
I don't know, man. Like this last this last like month has been pretty intense for the podcast in terms of that, in terms of being shared, in terms of like meeting new fans that like I didn't think we'd have like this stage again where we'd have these people that are like just so awesome. Like yeah. I felt like we had it, you know, we had that first wave of people that were just so amazing and so supportive, and it really did push us along. I think of people like Michelle and Chicago Tony V, you yeah. know, everyone at the Don't Make It Weird, you know, like all those people, like that was our first like big shove, and this feels like like shove number two like it's crazy and it's awesome yeah, dude so. it's amazing like we've met so many cool supportive people from like yes, the writing community yeah. the podcasting community the and like i feel like we've met a lot of cool people from the comics community or like we've met like a handful of like really cool and supportive people from the comics community Steve, but it was yeah, Steve yeah Arena, like steve yeah. Reina and edwin you know, but it's only been really recently that people have been responding to our twitter posts um from the comics community um like uh like Gail Simone followed our podcast, you Which know, like, cool. like, yeah, dude, like a lot of really cool people are following the podcast now and starting to like interact with us more. Um, part of that dude is because like, I've been feeling like despondent and like upset, like in my Twitter bubble, you know, not, and not like, it's, it's funny because like my home life and like love life has been so great lately that like, I'm not getting enough like love and attention on Twitter in my personal Twitter account for like for me to justify it. I'm just like I don't want I don't want to be here. You don't like me, you know. Like that, you know, and it's fine. I still. But it's just because the home life is just so gorgeous now that like yeah, anything would look like shit in comparison. Really, yeah, I mean, like well, that's basically what's happening. Yeah, and and like and, and you know, and there there are like some some pros and cons here because like dude, like it's so much harder to go to work and work like a retail job and deal with those people and look at their stupid like angry aggressive faces and like have to like tolerate their ignorance and idiocy knowing that i have this great situation at home like it's hard to be like oh i'm gonna take myself from this and throw myself into that pit of death you know like oh it's, it's terrible and occasionally twitter feels like that twitter kind of feels like like you know because and like there is there are some bright spots in twitter there are like some fantastic people there are like like good little bubbles that are that exist for sure um but every once in a while you find yourself in this like this like sand trap spiraling you know seeing these accounts where like all they're doing is like hating on people or all they're doing is like complaining about hating on people or all they're doing is you know like complaining about creeps i'm just like and i get it like in a lot like it, it's you know people can post whatever they want but i'm just saying like when your world when a particular part of your life starts to be colored by other people's ex negative experiences and it's like it's draining and it's exhausting and mm -hmm. it's not why i'm there to begin with you know and like as much as i want to like be supportive and do what i can to help people in any various you know like situation that they have and help through their issues if i can um i can't completely let those issues drag me down into whatever various sand traps like i'm already navigating my own stuff you know in life mm -hmm. um so anyway, I find myself going through that on Twitter occasionally. I'm just like, huh, what do I do? You know, and like, I was like, I'm not really having that much fun being myself. Uh, last time I was like, I'm going to go be Keanu. And then this time I'm like, I'm just going to focus on a podcast. I'm going to post podcast stuff and like comic book stuff. And I'm going to, I'm going to try to support comic book people and see what I can do. And do people, people have been so receptive to it. People have been like with open arms, like welcoming our podcast into their various worlds and i do it's amazing it's been so fantastic like we've gained like a hundred subscribers in like a month it's crazy like we've been like we kind of and, the, and like like the, we've been struggling so hard to crack into that like those are our those are the people that we wanted to be around from the from the get-go but it's just like 
we couldn't, I mean, we just, we've always kind of felt that way though. We've always kind of been misfits in, in anything that we do. I mean, yeah. this is where we are. We kind of float through life as misfits, honestly, but we yeah. find our people along the way because we find the common grounds that we have. That's what we've always done. So that's basically what we have issues was for the first hundreds and hundreds of subscribers. Like it was just finding people that liked us as who liked us for who we were, weren't necessarily comic heads, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, Oh, and now we're meeting people that like us for, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, like that's really, and, and I guess, I mean, that's great. You know, like that's, it's been, oh, I was, yeah, like, like, like <laughs> we have, we have like a handful of reviews on like iTunes and like most of them are like, ah, oh, I never really got into comic books, but I love these guys and like their passion and what they're doing. And I'm just like, yes. I was like, there's no better compliment than the fact that someone can watch this thing about us making comics and not care about comics, but still want to support us. I love that. Like Chicago Tony V was like that, you know, or it's oh, like people jump so in great. and they're like, they just, they're here for us. And it's just like, that's been like a new, it's, it's been a new situation for both of us, you know, like we're not necessarily used to having that sort of support, especially from strangers, you know, or it's like, oh my gosh, like people actually are here for us and they care and like they're, they show up for our, you know, our crowdfunding campaigns and stuff now. And it's just like every time amazing, you know, both uh, times have been so successful and it's because of those people, those same people, you know what I'm saying? So, so I'm here today to say, Fuck all those people. We don't need them. <laughs> <Let's>, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love everyone. I'm just kidding. We never told you guys, but it was only ever going to be 100 episodes. We're burning <laughs> this shit Last down. Episode, canceling the show. No. <laughs> Can you imagine just like. Turns crashing. out we're horrible people. We kept all of your addresses. We have all your credit cards. No, we have all your credit cards. <laughs> We have your grandparents. We've had your we grandparents. Have your We've convinced some of you to send baby ostriches to us. <laughs> Our war birds will be ready for the reckoning. For the reckoning. Oh, man. So every week, on top of talking about our various comic book issues and like what we're doing on Twitter and such, uh, Stephen and I like to do a couple of segments about things that uh, we think about, things that are important, things that are just fun. Stephen, this week, I want to try, because we did it a couple weeks ago, and it was fun, and I want to see how it goes the second try. So I want to do comic conjectures. Do you have, uh, do you have an intro for it? <sighs> Comic conjectures. Comic conjectures. Runs around to get some stuff. Comic conjectures. Comic conjectures. Okay, comic conjectures. So, so for this segment in Comic Conjectures, Stephen and I go through the glossary of the DC Comics Encyclopedia. We choose a random letter. So, a random letter. Stephen, give me any letter. I'm going to pick the letter K. Okay. So, we find the letter K in the DC Comics Encyclopedia. We choose at random. Boop, like this. And we look down and we choose... Okay, that's one I know. Hang on, we have to find one we don't know. Okay, I got. I don't know this one. I mean, it seems like a given, but this is what we do. So we read a name. We read a name that we're not familiar with, and then we try to guess if they're a, a hero or a villain. See, it's kind of it's half a guessing game, half a creation game, which is kind of what makes it fun. So we're trying to figure out if they're a hero or a villain, um, what their powers are, and maybe who their nemesis is if they have one. And this, really, if we're wrong, it just shows you how bad they were at branding that character. So it's, true. it's on um, that. Okay, Stephen. 
This one, Kid Slick, Stephen. Kid Slick. Kid Slick. Okay, so Kid Slick sounds like a good guy, but he could be a bad guy too. And I'm imagining, dude, I don't know why. I'm just imagining having some sort of like projectile shooting thing from his hands or something like that, where he like slicks the road with some sort of like... not tar because tar would stick him to the road, but some sort of oil or grease that he allows him to slide through and like move, move at very, very quick speeds. It's like, this isn't even a superhero character. It's literally like a Batman esque vigilante who just uses like hair grease. (laughs) He's a greaser. And like his, his like biggest, like arch his like his arch nemesis is like the no skating signs, like on like churches and stuff. Like he gets there and he can't slick. Like he just has to, Guess I have to walk with all the new kids. Slick's got a kid walk. (laughs) My name is Kid. (laughs) Kid walk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I I mean, would that be his nemesis? Then it's Kid Kid Walk versus Kid Kid Walk. Kid Walk versus Kid. Which Kid? It's just so unfair for Kid Walk. Like you know, he's like this guy is just leaps and bounds ahead of me. Like. And like every time we fight, it's just a race. It's not even a fight. So he literally just wins every time. Every time. He's like, you'd be a villain too. (laughs) He's like, mom, you told me you read the tortoise and the hare to me. The tortoise won every time. I even won (laughs) one race, not one. (laughs) And you even got me the LA lights. Like I'm like lighting up as I'm walking, trying to like look cool at least a little bit next to Kid Slick with his goggles. Kid Slick and like he's not taking any naps. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's so, very dedicated to his slicking. Like he's like, just slicking everywhere. Okay, okay, Stephen. Um, I'm assuming it's not like a, a a greaser who slicks around town. So, okay, if you had to take a like a quick guess at what DC actually made kids slick, what do you think it would be? So maybe like a Billy the Kid situation, like a really smooth, like like um. Maybe he has the power to like kind of sway people like the purple man. You know cool. what I'm saying? Like okay. uh yeah. he's slick, like he's he's got like an like an aura about him, and maybe yeah, a pheromone that adjust people, you know, like I can see that. They can go that way. That would be fun. Oh, I'm I'm excited for this dude. Um okay, so Kid Slick is a hero. He's a member of the Doom Patrol. The character was at some point primarily a member of the Doom Patrol, a long-running team of ragtag mis- misfits. Most people probably know them. It seems that his powers are he can create a force field. He has deflection and superhuman speed. So similar to what we were saying, just... Just uh, he doesn't use, like, vegetable oil to get there. He right. actually it's just not, It's not pure <laughs> grease or vegetable oil. Um, it's just, like, a natural, like, you know, force field that he creates. But I'm going to say we just 100% nailed it. It's a, it's greaser. We no. nailed it. <laughs> I'm we, just saying, though, like, it would have been so much better, like, because, like, could you imagine if, like, he just, like, Crisco'd people, like, like, pocket sand, like, Crisco! Anyways. All right, Steven, give me one more letter. X. X. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Let's see, go to X. There are very I feel limited. Like the, I feel, yeah, the, I figured it'd be limiting, and then I figured it would be very, I mean, if you're calling somebody with an X in their name, it's going to be pretty straightforward what they do, right? Okay, okay. Um, This one is zero and it's just x-e-r zero like zero i hate when people spell zero with an x yeah (laughs) um zero so shit i mean i'm i would hope he would have like like a like a power negating power almost like zeros (laughs) them out like he just i like that when you're around me you have no powers like he's like like 
Yeah, I was gonna say like he's like leech. Can't control it. Maybe it's almost like an aura around him. So, okay. I always deal with auras. If you notice, I like. Uh, I see but, that. Uh, I was thinking of like a robot, and I guess it could be like a robot with like a like a electromagnetic pulse situation who like cancels out all you mm. know, just like he he stops all other creatures who are similar to him, you know, like that kind of. I thing. just hope his catchphrase is "There is zero chance of you <laughs> winning this bout." <laughs> because you love Mega Man so much, that's exactly what a Mega Man character called Zero. Sizzling circuits. <laughs> okay, status hero, real name Coltrane Train Walker. He can speed up any object's molecular structure to walk on water or through walls. Dead eye laser and deadlock adhesive. So wait, he can kitty pride other things. Yeah. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah. He can make other things phase through things. He can, yeah, he can speed up their molecular structure. That's a freaking cool power. Dude, that's super powerful. Like, that's insanely powerful. I, that's, I mean, that that's like, like. Because if you can make layer. something, because the thing is, because like Kitty Pride was always like, oh, she could like punch you and then re-solidify inside right. of you and blow you up. But this dude can straight up throw a brick at your face and then solidify it once it's in your face. Yeah. Like it'll phase through you and then just, yeah. and then just dude, I mean, he no. could literally pulls like put his hand out and pull your brain through your face without messing up your your smile. Oh. And then just So he'd be a really good surgeon, too. That's true. He would be. Like a surgeon. Zero hey. I we weren't even close with that one, but it's a really cool sounding character. I don't know what he like. It's a good thing he's Coltrane's a, hero. a strong name too. That's that's awesome. He's an African American athlete, train walker. He's famous power forward for the National City Vipers. He's also Coltrane Walker, a clandestine government agency assassin who preserved his secret identity by disguising himself as a blonde and blue eyed Caucasian covert operative. So what? So he was he's a black dude who disguised himself as a white dude to to get away with it and then he ended up dying. <laughs> crazy <laughs> steven what a character hang on this is amazing so he he is a professional basketball player who um who has a second life as a government assassin and he ends up dying but he gets infused with this enzyme that brings him back to life and gives him perfect health and also these crazy abilities so that's where his, his uh, stuff, that's where all of his powers come from. But um, it also took away like all of his sensation and like his emotions and stuff. So he's like a perfect so he's just Oh, yeah. wow. So, yeah. But is he still a good guy or is he, does that sound like a supervillain backstory? It, 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 it does sound like a supervillain backstory, but it seems that it's just a tragedy is what it is. Like it's, he, he starts off as like, um, like this basketball star who like is talented enough to go into like, you know, he's a secret agent he's an assassin. He's like disguising himself and being awesome. Then he gets all these powers and he's using them for good, but it's just slowly deteriorating who he, who he is. And then eventually it looks like he dies and yeah. And then he gets resurrected, but he has brain damage and there are issues and like, it's very DC. So projectile kitty pride power is pretty dope. Yeah, man. I wouldn't have thought of that. I definitely, I was thinking for sure robot. I guess they went with like emotional robot, but like, I wouldn't have thought like, that's, that's pretty cool. I wouldn't have assumed it was like an assassin who can like, what, how's he killing people? I'd like to write that book. That's pretty neat. You know? Yeah. Cause I mean, that is a pretty unique power. Yeah, it is like, and you, I mean, you, everything's a way like you are the perfect bullseye. You know, like anything is a weapon. You can either pull things from people's bodies or not. Like, even if he can't control things like where they go, he's speeding up their molecular structure. Let's, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, let, let's even, let's give him gambit rules and he can't 
do it to animate like living on okay okay i see what you're saying yeah even if that's the case i mean he's like the jackie chan of like weapons because like he could literally oh. push your head into a like a traffic cone and phase it and then yeah unphase it into your head like that's nuts like it's this gone. dude could just be and, he, and he, yeah and he's like yeah he's a trained assassin on top of it so he's doing those moves you know what i'm saying like so he can like speed up or move the molecules of everything anything okay anything right to cause him to phase through stuff right so does he have like a magneto thing going where he can kind of like a, like sense anything in his his area that he can control like for example if someone tried to shoot him with a bullet, could, could his body be able to naturally stop the bullet and phase it? Like, so, like, would he be like Magneto in the sense that he would sense the molecules around him? And if someone fired a bullet at him, would he be able to phase the bullet in time? Like, would right. his body naturally react to those molecules? Can he, right. Is can it, he feel that bullet firing off? And like, right. Is it like a Darwin-esque, like, reactionary, yeah. uh, you know, uh, reactionary... Or does he have to see power? the object he's phasing? Like, because like, obviously right. you can't see a bullet moving so fast. So, yeah. like, would he have to see, or would he actually sense the molecules in the? Like, could he already like be phasing the entire clip bullets in the gun before right. even? I I like the idea that the character himself has lost touch with his humanity, um, because he has extended himself outwardly. And he's realized mm. that he is a part of everything, you know? Mm. So he's just like all molecules are re are like, you know, vibrating at various frequencies and similar frequencies all around me. And he can sense all of them, which is why he, he disassociates from his individual body. That's what I think would be a really cool concept. So then therefore like he extends himself. So when he sees the bullet coming at him, he, it's just like, you wouldn't punch yourself in the face. So he just lets it go through or lets it's it, all no, him. It's yeah, all everything. Him. He, he's just in tune with everything around yeah. him. That's why I, I think like he would make sense. I think he'd be in tune with everything around him and that would drive him kind of like nihilistically to believe that like everything is one, but there is no me and I don't matter. And therefore my history doesn't matter because nothing, you know, so it's just like he, he kind of cycled that like um, large, you know, like God perspective of, you know, we're all mm. connected and what does that mean? And, you know, like, cause you can go either way with that. You can go light or dark with everything is connected and, you know, everything is one. It's just like, do I matter? Mm. No, because in the grand scheme of things, my molecules will be rearranged and my energy will cycle back through the universe and I'll be a, you know, a bug or a flower or, you know, whatever it may be. And it doesn't matter what happens to me or what happens to my parents or what happens to my, you know, so then you end up in a dark space for it. it according to other people, you know, like he might mm -hmm. just kind of be like, it is what it is. So it goes, you know, yeah. but you know, yeah. Got you. It is. Yeah. I, I exactly yeah. what you're saying. I mean, I think it's not yeah, necessarily it, apathetic, but just that, like, yeah, yeah you end, I mean, you end up like, uh, what's his name? Dr. Manhattan from that's exactly what I was trying. I was trying to think of his name when I was stammering there for a second. I'm like, yeah. I'm imagining like, uh, like when, yeah, like that whole sequence with him and it's just a very, it is what it is situation. Like it's yeah. just, Nothing matters. This I mean, is, who yeah. of us hasn't been there? Like, I mean, I know I've spent time on Mars and the moon. and <laughs> just I have definitely painted myself blue yes. and gotten butt naked and just shook it around. <laughs> <laughs> Steven stirring paint. I thought we weren't talking about our downstairs mix-ups today, Steven. Episode 99 is the last one. So, yeah. Um, all right, dude. Uh, what time is it? Let me see. Episode 100. It's all. It's all downstairs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Episode 100. It's all, is oops, all, oops, oops, it's, all down. All, all downstairs. Mix -ups. It's just one, and then two testicles, Steven. That's what it is. <laughs> the one, two but um, it's just ACDC singing about them. Oh, so, 
Okay, um, Steven, I kind of like, I had like a, a, a mild thought that I wanted to do for like a Pitches Get Stitches. And like, mm. I, I don't know right now, dude. Like I have like, I have two thoughts. I don't know if they're good enough. I'm going to go with one of them. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot it out to you. And I'm going to see what you think. Um, I don't know if, it, I don't know if it's something that like, you know what? I'm just going to say to the world, if you want this idea, you can just have it. Like I'm not, I'm never going to do anything with this. It's just like a random thing. It doesn't mean anything. It's just a thought that I had that I was like, this could be cool, but I won't ever do anything. So anyway, go ahead, Steve. This is a minor pitches get stitches. <laughs> so, okay, Steve. <laughs> so, so imagine- minor, like little, like a little pitches get stitches, not like it's a young pitch. It's like, it's, 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 a, it's, it's over. It's, it's a much older pitches get stitches. It's just, it's, it's, it's like not like a, it's not like a grand pitches get stitches. It's not the grandfather of pitches get stitches. It's the grand. Now really confusing. <laughs> what you're saying, Stephen? You're saying it's super young. Is it older, <laughs> young Stephen? What is happening with the pitches get stitches? I'm very confused about how you're setting this, this up. This pitches get stitches can totally grab a beer with you if it wants to. Okay, okay. Legally in America. In Germany, though, so it's still oh, up in the air. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All over so okay, so. If you're watching at home, you've never seen us do a Pitches Get Stitches um, segment. Basically, what happens is I have a random idea that just, 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 I can't stop thinking about, and I don't necessarily have anything to do with it. So I want to pay, I want to just want to share, share it with Steven. I want to get it out into the world. Sometimes we talk through it, and sometimes it becomes a cool idea that, like, I think we can do stuff with. And this one, I don't know, Steven. Okay, so, so Steven, imagine for a second. Um, there's a serial killer, right? just dexter-esque like serial killer out there uh but totally like morally dark like just like out for blood has his own like his own methods his own like reasoning for whatever he's doing um but he's out there and of course like like most like disgusting monstrous serial killers he's out there killing women right like he's just he's doing it it's terrible um so he's out there he's he's killed like us you know several people and like the town is, you know, people are like, Yo, what do we do? How do we, you know, what do we do about this? And um, so they, they enact a curfew, you know, they, they like go through, they're like, we don't want anyone else to get, to get killed. Um, so the, the killer is out there and he's looking around and he's just like, it's having a harder time finding people, you know? And like, he's just like going to the parks, trying to find the kids who are making out in their cars or whatever it may be. Um, and he's just like driving around town and suddenly he sees just like a little girl just standing in the middle of the street and he's like cha-ching you know like gonna get her um and as he approaches he sees that her eyes light up and he's like what you know and he's just like uh, i don't uh, i don't know i don't know you know and then like she like raises like from the ground, like her feet slowly raise and her head tilts and like this like kind of like demonic voice comes out and it just says like, we've been watching and just like, he's like, what the fuck? And like, you know, what so he like, takes, he, like takes normal. Life was normal prior to this demon girl floating in front yes. of me. Yes. So he's well, as normal like, as normal as life can be for a serial killer. My yes. So. He drives away and she's like, oh my God, like what? Like, he's like, this is, he's like, this is my like son of Sam dog talking to me moment. Like I've, 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 I've taken a turn. Uh, the devil is real and he knows my name, you know, like one of those, like, I don't know what's going on. And like, 
as he turns, he sees there's a, 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 like a woman just walks out of her house and like eyes glowing and she starts floating toward the car and just like kind of puts her hands up against the car floating as he drives and she's just like, like slamming the, you know, the, the, the windows of the car and just kind of like saying like, we know what you've done. Just like slant, you know, like pushing on the windows. He takes off. The woman like fades into the darkness again. Um, so as the story progresses, you find out that all of the women that he's killed are haunting this town and they're starting to slowly learn how to take the form of different bodies and they're coming after him. So they're going to possess people to get revenge and make sure he doesn't hurt anyone else. So it's That's just, awesome. it's just a movie about, um, or like a story about, like the, the the victims uh you know like getting their revenge and making sure that it never happens again and it would be called the hunter becomes the haunted oh that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> the pun is what i'm always waiting for every time i'm just waiting for it the hunter becomes the haunted i like it yeah no, I like that's it a lot. Like, it's just like a fun i'm never gonna do anything with that if you like that idea it's yours i don't care i'm not gonna sue you here's legal proof of it like go ahead take it use the title i don't i don't care become a billionaire and tell people about our podcast i don't like, and then look. you know give us like two percent of that and then just oh, God. i mean seriously but anyway but we do those all the time um actually like i'm just steven I'm, I'm telling you we're gonna make a movie it's gonna happen i'm gonna finish writing uh deathless and i'm gonna write the screenplay for this short film that's what i want to do after I mean, while I'm lettering and stuff, I'm not going to take a break from Deathless mm -hmm. at all, ever. Um, but so every week we talk about, we start the show with what we've done. We talk about a bit of nonsense, do some fun segments. And at the end, Steven, every week we talk about what we're going to do next. So what's what's up next time? What's going on this week for you? So I want to start getting a lot of pages done. So I just don't know how to, I don't know how to gauge the time on them yet because yeah. versus like drawing them. But I, I'm going to say minimum three, but I think I'm going to get more like 10 done. But yeah. I, I, I don't think it's going to take that long. Once I get to like, especially like living room pages, things like that, where I can just do easy shading, it's going to go quick. So I think once I'm through the first three pages, I should be okay. So cool. I'm thinking I'm going to get, I, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, th like three to five pages, but I'm going to aim for 10. So awesome. I'm going to commit to three. Awesome. I'm say 10. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this week I am going to completely finish writing issue two of Deathless. And that's what I'm gonna focus on. I should be able to get it done probably by Thursday. I'm that's my plan. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get issue two completely written, like send you over the first draft so you can see it and like, you know, start toying with anything you want to toy with, like design wise, because there are some new concepts and stuff that we're going to have to, you know, like work through and it'll be fun. But that's what I'm gonna work on this week. And then the following week, I'm gonna letter this freaking, I'm gonna letter issue one and like just get it done while you're coloring. And then if I catch up with you, I'll flat from the back forward or something, you know, like we'll, yeah. we'll figure that out like when the time comes. But like, I can't wait, dude. I'm gonna finish issue two. I'm so excited for our episode 100 live show, dude. Like it's going to be, it's gonna be so much fun. I don't know if anyone's gonna join us. I feel like at least a couple people will, like based on like what they've said on Twitter. Um, if you have any questions for us, or if you want to join us for episode one hundred, or if you can't join us but have some questions for us, feel free to ask them below in the comments. Ask us over on Twitter. Send us an email at wehaveissuespod at gmail.com, and we are would love to address all of your your questions or like you know comments. And if you want us to do a monster segment, you have some monsters you want to suggest, like let us know. That would be so much fun. I love doing that segment, and I'm just I'm glad to hear from anyone. So. Thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening. Please join us next week for episode 100. The link is in the description. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast yet, I just, please.
Like, I mean, we're at 99 <laughs> episodes. This is episode 99. And if you feel guilty because you haven't, and so you do, you do sub, make an alt account and sub with that too. Give us two. Give us two. <laughs> no, like two for I, one special. Look, if you if you just realize, if you look at the subscri- sub, like subscription button and you're like, oh my gosh, I am not subscribed, but now it's embarrassing because they're going to see the little notification. Do not feel that way. I will 100% just be thankful for every new subscription. Absolutely, you're not going to be shamed. No I, everyone has been so helpful, and we are just so thankful to have all of your support. And we love you guys. We promise we're going to be doing some cool interviews and some really fun stuff af- after episode 100. We're trying to get to this like you know big this big moment in our podcast. And then like, once we get past that, it's going to be like a season two sort of situation, I guess. But anyway, thank you all. Thank you for making it this far with us. The Steven, I love you. I love doing this. We've been, it's been great so far. I think it's going, it's going really well. It has been, it's going yeah. great. I don't see it ending anytime soon. Like this is, this is who we are now. This is what my extracurricular activities are. Downstairs, <laughs> it's the episode, everyone. Welcome to episode 99. Balls and I'm Anthony. I'm Stevie Wildcard. <laughs> this has been an episode 99 of We Have a Choose. We'll see you next time. Love Bye. you. Love you. I have to be like super careful about it because <laughs> I don't have a mouse. It's just a tablet. So I have to be like, push the right button. And if I push the wrong <laughs> one, it ruins the whole podcast forever. Um, and then we're, we're just, yeah. SOL. I just, I just SOL. panic and like, I guess we have to start over. It'll be a new podcast. <laughs> just new. Um, Hello, um, everyone. We no longer have it. Well, we had a major issue. And now we, we, had, we had one big issue to rule them all. So and now it's. Given up. Apocalyptic issues, Stephen. Um, <laughs> this is our apocalypse podcast. Um, it's it's apocalyptic do's and don'ts with Anthony and Stephen. <laughs> we're just we're here to talk to the people about the things that they want to know about. We are both doom preppers. I don't know if everyone knows this about us. We've been doom preppers our whole lives. Um, I've been. I'm in really preparing for like mental like apocalypse and it keeps happening over and over <laughs> and over mental and emotional just heartbreak over and over but now Steven we are dealing with Armageddon um Armageddon we're gonna we're gonna harm that we, we're gonna have harm <laughs> on our, our hearts it's can I Armageddon. just give the people one piece of advice when surviving an apocalypse yeah, yeah. the more dented the can the yeah. better the food inside okay try it try it <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, it, really, what it does is like the more you dent a can, it just first of all, it means that that can's probably been used and abused in more ways than one. It shows you that it's a versatile, uh, uh, you know, apocalyptic tool. And there's, there's just, there's just absolutely no bacteria in there at all. Like it's not, it's not like there's like you know something crazy. easy festering in the can. You know, just eat it. How could there be just if the it. can isn't breathing? Uh, it's it's worth eating. <laughs> that's 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 the. That's the Tips, tips I just tips. want, dude. You know what? You know what can of stuff I want. <laughs> I don't know why, and maybe you remember this scene from the movie. But this is it. Dennis the Menace throwback. But no, but it's uh that that's also. An, oh, why weird. were there so many canned food scenes in the nineties? They were really pushing that Chef Boy ID. Yeah, right. But in the beans. But um, no. 
I don't know if you remember a little flick called Mr. Nanny starring Hulk Hogan. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he was like the bodyguard of the two kids. Well, he was the nanny, but he became the bodyguard. And I don't know, like the nineties was crazy and rife with uh, super villains. Yeah. That yeah, weren't for sure. But the guy had the metal head and all that. Yeah. 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 I mean, just like, like in a, what do you call Anyways. it? Yeah. But just like in Surf Ninjas and stuff, yeah. like, there was always some weird version. Like, yeah. you know, they were all about Liam like Neeson, that weird. Liam Nielsen, not Neeson. Yeah. They were like the weird villains, like the weird yeah. Howard villains. It's like the weird, but anyways, like, there's just this thing. random little one-off scene. Yeah. yeah, for sure they were. They're like over the top, which was pretty yeah. cool. I wonder if there was like some Power Ranger influence there or something. Maybe I don't know. But um, a scene that stuck with me for no reason whatsoever is George Jefferson, like the guy that plays Jefferson um, from back in the seventies. You know, yeah. Uh, he's like hit. He's like hulk hogan's mentor or whatever and hulk hogan goes to his house and he's having a chat with him not knowing what to do with this and that and he goes he, he looks over at the stove and there's just a pot of water boiling and in the center of the boiling water is a can of like beefaroni <laughs> and he's like he lets it boil on the stove then he pops the can out of the can into the man i don't know why that, that line so i've always wanted to eat boiled canned food i don't know it just episode it really 100 steven's gonna do it live <laughs> live chef boiled rd my face <laughs> just like <laughs> turns out content's can. under pressure <laughs> just a botulism like napalm just bursts out of his can <laughs> And that's what you don't do during the apocalypse, kids. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, turns out, yeah, turns out out of the can into the man is not not a good way to live your life or like a creed to live by whatsoever. So, <laughs> I mean, unless you, I mean, you can keep, I mean, what else is a Pringles can for if not keeping your manhood safe in those, <laughs> those harsh times? <laughs> you know? Uh, Wait, so wait, still though, out of the can into the man though? I mean, like, is that you like, like out into another? Like... I'm just. <laughs> wait. It's, it, Pringles is not a sponsor yet. I will, we will get them. We're going to get Pringles. Shut up, where Does that count? So, since the Pringles can is phallic in shape, does that count as docking? Or is this too, is this too much for our podcast? <laughs> 